0: yo what's going on people It's another episode of off the line fantasy football podcast episode 53 i ain't one of the hosts the show eugene you can follow me on twitter at FantasyGenes. that's g-e-n-e-s picture twitter handle at off the line ff and of course i got my boy with me ike you can follow him on twitter at at just underscore oh nine how you doing today man we're we're in the first week of the playoffs if your teams have been blessed to make it that far
1: yeah uh, i'm good i'm good and it's actually just underscore ike nine. so oh, yeah, correct my bad, shit. Man.
0: My bad man
1: <laughs> <laughs> no i'm playing uh no, no I feel good, man. Uh, you know it's I'm, i can't believe we're already at the end of at the end of the regular season uh, yeah, this, this, this year is flying, you know, flown by pretty damn fast. A lot, you know, way too fast for my liking, but, you know, hope, you know, hopefully you guys have a lot of playoff teams, uh, still, still in contention, um, you know, and getting ready and gearing up you know, for, for, for week 15 or some of you guys have a bye week. Um, and then you, you know, really have to stress about setting lineups or some of your injuries that you currently have and you don't have to worry about things until week 16. Um, i I know Gene can't relate because he's probably he probably has not that many playoff teams I actually do it's just the
0: one it's just the teams that the 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 two big ones that were in I didn't make the playoffs in either of those one of them I've, I was pretty much doomed after after uh, a quick start and then the league I missed the, the the playoffs that we have with some of the people I went to college with. Just, you know, a string of bad luck, man. You can't be the third highest scoring team in the league and you just miss the playoffs. Why it's, why why score all those
1: points just to lose and not make the playoffs?
0: Bruh, <laughs> bruh. I got I got fucking jerk McKinnon uh yeah. for for the for the must win game
1: yeah and the, and the crazy thing is about jerry mckinnon is that he his matchup was even that like, wasn't even good on paper no. you know against you know against the broncos and he just exploded he had two receiving yeah i think he had over 100 yards receiving and two touchdowns yes. like it was just crazy yep. it made yep. no sense and as a matter of fact there was one league that i um I, I had a bye week locked up and then jerry mckinnon happened to me so i don't have a bye week anymore so i have to actually play in the first round of the playoffs um in that league and i you know, my team is good enough. I think I should be fine uh, making it to the championship. So, uh, but, yeah, that's neither here nor there, though.
0: <laughs> yeah, man, I just, you know, just embarrassing in those two leagues, man, because the the one team that I missed plus by the week 14 nonsense, that, I mean, that team was pretty good. I got, you know, I got Derrick Henry, Aaron Jones, Jalen Hurts, but the one thing that really screwed me, I didn't even think about this till just now, was the fucking T. Higgins fiasco where he sneaks on for one play, a third down play. And they're just like, no, nah, bro, you're done for today.
1: Yeah. Out of nowhere. Yeah. At some point, like the NFL has to step in and, and, and investigate like the Bengals for lying about injuries in their injury report because like this is the second time that this has happened. It happened against Baltimore earlier in the season. And now this week. They just lie about injuries. They, yeah. I mean, I, I know a lot of teams are doing it, but this is two blatant cases. And I know we're, we're we may be talking about it from a fantasy perspective, and we may have a little um, a little uh, you know, angst and a little, little little anger, you know, towards the Bengals and and towards uh you know towards them from a fantasy perspective. But still, like it's just it's 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 kind of frustrating. It's kind of frustrating, you know whenever they deploy, you know, T. Higgins for a play or two and then sit him down for the rest of the game. So yeah, yeah that's just one thing that kind of kinda grinds my gears, so to speak.
0: And and I know I wasn't the only one that needed that T. Higgins to do something to make the playoffs. So I understand your anger. Just don't go to his Twitter and Start cussing them out. That's that's. Weird. Oh no,
1: it's not his fault. It's just yeah, angles for lying about injuries and yeah, yeah. so yeah, but yeah. To, to Gene's point, don't be a weirdo and that team. You you suck. I can't believe you you cost me a champion. You cost me a, a fantasy playoff spot. I, can't, I hope you. This. I hope your fucking mother dies. Yeah, like you know you they, they 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 do all these you know, crazy death threats or whatever and threat. You know it's just it's just don't be a weirdo. That's that's yeah. all ass. Just don't be a weirdo.
0: Yeah, but you know. It happens. A lot of my dynasty teams did make the playoffs, so I, I can't say that. It just redraft wise, it just it just didn't look that good this year. Yeah. I don't know
1: why. Yeah, two dynasty teams for me have made the playoffs, so we're, we're we're sitting, we're we're looking okay in those. So we'll see, we'll see how things play out.
0: But you no, know, let's go ahead and start the show. I did have better better luck in terms of price picks plays. You no, know, just going and recapping those real quick. I went two and zero this past week with the Brady pass attempts over 37 and a half. I thought that was an easy smash because everybody in, who had, who has eyes knew that the, the, the Buccaneers weren't going to be able to run the ball at all versus the top rush defense in the league. And sure enough, <laughs> top they top got – like, the league. Yeah, yeah, top defense, period. And you saw that got down early and quickly, and Brady was out there slinging a rock, getting smashed, throwing picks, but we knew he was going to pass the ball a lot. So got that one. And then the Zeke scoring touchdown – I was kind of sweating that one because it looked like he didn't he didn't want no parts of getting in the end zone where he could have scored in the first half but in the second half they found a way to you know close that game out somehow because it looks like they didn't even want to win that game either so
1: yeah but yeah 2-0 and 2-0 nice one and then i i had derrick henry um you know anytime touchdown basically that was easy mm-hmm. Uh, he he's playing he's playing the jags he's playing yeah. the jags he smashes the jags it seems like he has the most success against the jags and the texans um, yeah. and throughout his career so uh that was an easy one and then mahomes rush attempts i'm sorry mahomes rush yards excuse me that failed uh he only had he had negative 3 rushing yards where you know i think going into it he had he had hit the uh, the 17 and a half number i think at least 6 times um uh, yeah. so far in 2022 so it was just it was i, I guess this was Chalked up this as, as as you know being an anomaly, and it was a weird game because they scored thirty four points, um, and they you know, but Mahomes kept turning the ball over. He threw multiple interceptions again, mm-hmm. so uh, I think he has eleven on the season. But yeah, it, it was just a weird game. Um, hopefully, we can you know, like I say every week, you know, if we when these things don't pan out in our favor, we watch the film, see what went wrong, come back next week. Hopefully, you know better than ever. So that's that's what we're gonna we're gonna keep going back uh, to seeing you know what you know, what works and what what doesn't. So, yep. but unfortunately, just didn't things didn't pan out the way we wanted them to. Yep.
0: And then real quick the bowl predictions. Uh, both of us failed. mine was uh, Kurt, uh, Kurt Christian Kurt over a hundred yards and a touchdown. Just T. Law wanted to throw the that my uh, to Evan Ingram and and uh, Zay Jones. It was it was interesting how they were just destroying. <laughs> destroying the Titans with them too. So
1: yeah, we'll, we'll we'll get to Trevor Lawrence uh here you know a little a little bit a little bit later on on in the show. But yeah, you like you told me on like you told like you texted me on Sunday, you just chose the wrong pass catcher. <laughs> yeah I did, man. Yeah you, I, you, I knew it close early. Your eyes and bl- and I knew it and early pass would have been either Evan Ingram or Jay Jones. Nah. And <laughs> it was evident early in that game too man I was like fuck I picked the wrong person but yeah. it happens. Yeah. And then my uh, my bold prediction was Nick Chubb scored two touchdowns. Uh, that was a fail. Um, he had you know previously dominated the Bengals the last couple of games. I think the last two games yeah. that he played against the Bengals, he had multiple rushing touchdowns uh, that did not pan out this week. And I think it I think it more so has a, has a lot to do with the, the way the Browns offense has been since Deshaun Watson's return. And then we can go ahead and just get started with some of our, you know, you know just real quick takes from week uh, week 14. Uh, that browns offense hasn't looked that great um mm-hmm. since Deshaun watson's come back i know Deshaun watson you know could be a, real, a little rusty um from from that long layoff um but you know how many games are you going to need right you have had you've had pretty decent you've had pretty decent matchups um you know you know the you know against the texans they're, they're they're really really bad um and then well i mean the texans the texans secondary has been a little bit you know yeah. a little bit better they've been a they've 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 been a lot better than people are giving them credit for, for sure. Um, but, you know, the Bengals, I mean, they're they're pretty beatable. Uh, J- Jacoby Brissett had a field day against them on Monday Night Football. I you mean, know, yep. they dropped 32 points on them. But, you know, Deshaun Watson is obviously a much – well, I don't want to say obviously, but, I mean, he is, you know, by all accounts, a much better quarterback than Jacoby Brissett at his best. But he's not looking like it right now. Um, yep. So, that's a little bit of a concern for that Browns offense because they're – you know, the, you know, the reason why I chose the Nick Chubb two touchdowns was they should be getting into, you know, scoring position with a much better quarterback. Um, they should be able to run the ball um, a little bit better than they have. And they just, they're just not uh, getting that many scoring opportunities. So, you know, what do you think about Deshaun Watson's, you know, return so far?
0: I figured it would be a little slow. Um, he did, I, I mean, in terms of like passing yards, he threw more, but I know that that completion perc- percentage is still low. Compared to what we've been used to, I mean, like I said, even when we saw him in preseason, he just looked rusty just because he hadn't played in in, at that time he hadn't played in like a year plus. Now we're in the regular season has been two or two full seasons. So, I mean, this should be expected. I know we have him in a high regard, but just it's going to take a little bit of time. I know the Bengals defense is you know, middle of the road. So I figured, and it's a divisional matchup, I figured he'd be a little bit better, be hyped up to play, but I figured it still would be tough for him to, you know, just see this explosion that we're expecting from him. But it was good to see that he was running the ball a little bit more, you know, running out of the pocket and scrambling a little bit more in that pass game. So it looks like he's just getting a little more comfortable being in the pocket and just, you know, playing against, you know, opponents. So it should be progressing, you No, know, just, you just got to be patient, honestly. Um, if you're in the playoffs, I mean, you probably have a, a adequate starter that that took you this far. You have a decision to make because, I mean, this is a big time guy. So it's, it's interesting for these teams that held on to him this far and they've been in the playoffs and they might have somebody else that's, you know, adequate to you know to carry him through e- each week of the playoffs for sure.
1: Yeah, and if you have a if you have injuries at quarterback. um you know, this is it's it, you, again. Like to your point, you have a decision to make, right? I mean, are you going to start Deshaun Watson? You know, over guys like Mike White, you know, guys like you know Ryan Tannehill, guys like I don't know, potentially Matt Ryan against the Vikings uh, this yeah. weekend. Like, there's a, there's a lot of different quarterbacks that that may have safer floors because you don't know what you don't know what to expect out of Deshaun Watson based on how he's looked the last couple you know last couple of games since he's returned. But we know that you know since he's such a talented player he'll eventually figure, figure it out so maybe this week or maybe or potentially next week he can end up having you know a, a breakout game uh to you know and it can come at the you know the best the best possible time for you um when whenever you're trying to get you know buy you know buy for a championship
0: yeah i know this week you'll probably have a, a decision to make because they're playing the ravens at home and the over under is 38 and a half so yeah, That's not pretty a lot
1: low of points are expected. Yeah. yeah. so yeah, <laughs> Because the Ravens quarterback situation is, you know, they're there in flux. Like, you know, Tyler Huntley left with a concussion. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lamar Jackson is still iffy with the the knee injury. I don't even know who their third quarterback is.
0: Anthony Brown from from Boston College and Oregon.
1: No oh, yikes! Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, you know, quarterback injuries. I mean, you know, we saw a quarterback injury last night. Kyler Murray towards ACL like the third play of the game. Uh, yeah, I'm sure that ruined a lot of people's you know playoff hopes. Um, in fantasy, um, I know my I, I know I had him on a team on uh, that we're in together a league um, a league that we're in together. Uh, maybe if he had like a you know a super. Uh, you know, a, a superstar game, like a 40 point game, then maybe I would have had a chance to make the playoffs. But third play of the game, he was out and it was, it was done. It was completely done. It's, 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 it's crazy. Cause I, I was watching the play. He was trying to make a juke move. And then uh, gave out his, his, his knee gave out. And I was like, oh shit. He, he just he just blew his knee out. I, already, yeah. I knew he yeah. was like, oh yeah, this, this is, this is, this is, this is a, it's a, a tough scene, man. It's a tough scene. You, ha- yeah. you hate seeing stuff like that, man. But, um, but you know, from you know bad quarterback play and unfortunate quarterback news to we've let's talk about a quarterback that's been kind of lighting up the scoreboard lately, Jared Goff. Jared Goff has mm-hmm. looked nice. He's yeah, looking man. nice. Um, he's got that Lions offense humming again. They're six and seven. I think they've won. I mean, they were one in they were one in six at, at one point in the season, and now they're six and seven. So like, they're they're a team that's squarely in the playoff playoff race. That a team that nobody wants to see, and then you know Jared Goff just had another you know pretty good game, connected on a couple of deep passes to rookie Jameson Williams, you know welcome to the NFL. Yep. <laughs> it was his first <laughs> catch, his first it catch. was first catch of his career was a forty yard touchdown, But naked. But yeah, wide wide ass open. So you know what a way to start your career. And then he had a, he had another bomb to to DJ Chark. Uh, for yeah. like, I think another 40 yarder against that, you know, that Viking secondary that proves to be a, a very advantageous matchup for quarter for all quarterbacks. For for all quarterbacks most of the season. But yeah, you know, you know, Jarek Goff and Ballin. What do you think about what do you think about Jarek Goff? Um you just moving forward. Like does he have like can you start him confidently in the fantasy playoffs? I mean I know he has the Jets this week, but I mean other weeks, I mean, what do you what do you think? I, I mean,
0: I don't want to say confidently because he's definitely one of those quarterbacks where he plays really good at home and he's really ass on the road. They're on the they're on the road versus the Jets. I believe Jared Goff has only thrown two touchdowns in s- six road games, and then mm-hmm. um, at home he's thrown almost tw- I think twenty now twenty touchdowns. So. Against that Jets defense, I'm not looking to play him, even though he's been he's been good this year. But I ain't playing him on the road. I ain't definitely not playing him versus the Jets on the road, uh, week one of the playoffs, man. So hopefully hopefully somebody can you hopefully you have somebody else, you know, suitable on your roster or probably in, in waivers. But to to go and, you know, just kind of future cast Jared Goff, this is definitely somebody that he, he, I mean, he looks like he has a, a permanent to me, he looks like he has a permanent spot, man. Like I can't imagine the Lions looking to move off from him next year, even though they could get off of him off his contract the beginning of next before the beginning of next year for like ten million dollars. But he's on such a cheap contract, and he's an average quarterback. Like I mean, Like if you look around the landscape of the of, of the NFL, like you can't name twenty good quarterbacks right now. Just so much bad quarterback play. Like you might not want to take a chance on, you know, drafting a rookie and depending on him year one, week four, especially with that type of roster that they have, they're pretty close to, you know, really making a push with all the pieces they have. So I would, if I'm the lines, I would definitely be patient with them. And, you know, I'll be looking, he should probably be to start going into next year.
1: Yeah. And his, his, his cap hit this year was 31, 31.1 million and next, and then, so they're so I'm looking on spot track, his potential yeah. out of 2023, for a ten million dollar dead cap hit, um, but if they don't move off of him, his cap hit then will be thirty point seven million. So yeah, um, I guess that's. I mean, that's right around. I mean, that's you know for starting quarterbacks. I mean, that's you know that's that's on the lower end of the spectrum, especially mm-hmm. for starting quarterbacks. I think that's outside of the top ten. You know, think about you know, sure, three, yeah. Think about like three four years ago. Um, you know that number was like stupid high for yeah. for a starting quarterback, but now it's like a bargain. So I think. Um, if they're really, if they feel really, really good about Jared Goff, I mean, he's only 28 years old. If they feel really yeah. good about Jared Goff, I mean, they can still draft the guy because they they have the Rams' number one pick. Um, <laughs> and they and that's all for all intents and purposes, going to be a top five pick. So I think yeah, they can still draft a quarterback. They draft their quarterback of the future, and just in case they need to move off of them, maybe after next year, uh, right. it'll be it'll be even cheaper, right? It'll be a five yeah. million dollar dead cap for 2024. So um that's you know there's kind of one thing to think about for jared Goff. i mean that's you know that that contract right now it's still i guess it's still manageable um for them um and it's still you know they still have you know a high draft pick to do whatever they want to do because that that team is definitely headed in the right direction
0: yeah i i would look at his contract like almost like a rookie deal you just need to treat this as like how the how philly's treated uh hurts and you know just tool up around him and see what happens, honestly, because twenty million dollar base salary for a quarterback is fucking cheap, and this is this is like a, a NFL average quarterback at that, on top of that. So yeah,
1: I mean, they already have Jamison Williams, they already have Amaranth St. Brown and Toe, um, and DJ Chark is on a one year deal. So maybe they yep. maybe add a maybe added add another receiver in the draft, like maybe in yep. the second round, or maybe get, get sign a guy in free agency for for a cheap deal, or maybe resign DJ Chark for a cheap deal, yep. uh, and then and go for it and go for it yeah. You know, that offense will because i think that team is they're ready to compete now i mean obviously they need to get their their, their defenses to be a little bit better but um they're, they're ready to compete that they're every single week they look better and better yeah and so the, ne- the next guy we want to kind of talk about he made his return to the field is jk dobbins jk dobbins made his return to the field had 120 yards rushing against uh, against the steelers he had a he had a long run i think a, a long 50-yard run and there was a little something in his, in his <laughs> He had a hitch. <laughs> yeah, he had a little bit of a hitch. He had a little bit of a hitch. I think that left leg wasn't wasn't fully extending out, Yeah. Really riding out. Um there's still something there, but he still looked kind of explosive going through the hole. And you when would whenever he was running, so he still looked pretty nice out there. So I think you know, he he'll 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 um, he'll have the entire offseason to just to 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 really, really heal up and you know, to 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 get going. Um, and we'll talk about him more. We'll talk about him more a little bit later, but uh, but I I, I kind of like what I saw from J.K. Dobbins. I just wanted to I just wanted to go ahead and mention that. But just let's go ahead and get get to our fantasy MVP and LVP of the week. Um, and you know these these two probably won't be on on this list <laughs> many many weeks from now. Uh, I don't know if they've been on the list at all this week or this year. I know one guy in particular hasn't, but. Ah uh, Trevor Lawrence and uh, Evan Ingle will just have a tandem fantasy MVP this week. They were the both the QB one um overall QB one and both over and the, and the tight end one overall. um they they balled against the against the Titans, and that was a matchup. I believe we circled. Um, yep uh, or that's that's a matchup that I' was, at least I had circled and, um, internally, and I, I wanted to make sure that you know i I got some I got some of that action uh, in DFS, got some of that action on Price picks, um, you know, Trevor Lawrence, you just just tore it up, you know, had over had another three hundred yard game, and, but Evan Ingram though, <laughs> eleven catches, one hundred and sixty two yards, and two touchdowns. Like he was, he was the pass catcher to own, <laughs> the pass catcher to own against that Titans, yeah. that Titans secondary. Uh, we, we 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 you know, the, your your logic for the Christian Kirk over hundred yards and a touchdown was because they were playing the Titans, yeah. Um, <laughs> um but hey. We knew somebody was going to take advantage, but not we did not even cu- even dream of predicting this. Right? I mean, this this was insane—an uh, insane you know volume, an insane production from these two guys. So, fantasy MVP, Trevor Lawrence Evan Ingram as a tandem,
0: and the fantasy LVP was a quarterback that played on Thursday night. Derek Carr um, played against a very riddled. Ram's team at home you know the bright lights are on they got Baker playing he's only been there for two days so he did, probably doesn't know anything of the playbook and you go out there and you throw for 137 yards and two picks and you blow the fucking game you mm-hmm. lose to a quarterback that didn't even didn't even know the playbook so the the big ass fantasy LVP goes to you Derek Carr for not winning a, a very winnable game.
1: It's funny is that I saw on Twitter um, that night that um, you know ba- Baker Mayfield. I saw somebody say that Baker Mayfield put on a game jersey before he put on a practice jersey <laughs>
0: and, he still,
1: and he still went out there and and, and actually balled and went ninety eight with no with like I think less than two minutes left.
0: Yes, remember? Th- did you see them grittying when the, uh, the punter had punted it inside the five and you see the the, uh, the Gunners? They're like they're dancing around the bosses. Is you know, dancing? That's,
1: that's weirdo energy. <laughs> True, true weirdo energy, man. Like, what is that about,
0: bro? And then you, uh, then you allow quarterback to go down 90, 96 yards for for the game winning drive. And he, on top of that, they're playing, they're playing cover zero uh as they're going down the field. And you let Dan Jefferson beat the man one on one for a touchdown. The-
1: playing press, playing press <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> makes no sense. But anyways, you know, that's the Raiders for you. Fantasy LVP, Derek Carr. All right. That's what they do. Let's get to cap or no cap, man. Y'all should know what cap means. is another word for lying. So, if I said the Cowboys lost to the Texans, Ike, you would say. That's cap. Even though they made that game very fucking close.
1: And they could have easily
0: lost. Yeah, they could have definitely easily lost if they didn't run that. That that wish that uh the QB option pitch that or it kind of looked like he didn't even know what the play was. It looked fucked up from the start, but yeah, <laughs> neither nor here nor there. All right. First statement for you: start Mike White versus the Lions week one of the playoffs.
1: No, that's that's uh if look, if if you if you're dealing with quarterback injuries like Kyler Murray and um you know, if you're in flux with Lamar Jackson or if you're unsure unsure of what to do with Deshaun Watson. I think this is no cap. I mean, he has a good matchup and that pass volume has been up since he's been inserted as a starter um, in New York. uh, Those those wide receivers are, you know, uh, know, the the floor for those wide receivers has been raised. The Lions have, they've given up the most fantasy points to quarterbacks um, and they give up the third most passing yards. And, you know, his only home game uh, that he's played so far, at least um, in 2022, he had over 300 yards and nearly 28 fantasy points. Um, in the rain against the Bears, so I, I think he he he's in a good spot this week against the Lions, and um, yeah i i I wouldn't had I wouldn't have any problems starting him. Obviously, if I don't have if if I don't have like a Mahomes, if I don't have a Jalen Hurts, if I don't have you know any of those top guys, you know Joe Burrow or any any of those other guys, um, I you know if he he would be a great streaming option if I'm in flux a quarterback.
0: Yeah i i I, I would definitely be thinking about starting them for sure versus the Lions this week at home. If if I'm in need of of quarterback play, so I'm definitely going to co-sign with you here and saying this is no cap in terms of if I if I need to start them, or I have to start them, then I don't think I would have a problem starting them versus the Lions. All right, our second and last statement for cap or no cap, I can start
1: J.K. Dobbins versus the Browns week one of the playoffs, cap or no cap. Well, I mean, based on what we saw, I mean, why would you, you know, keep him out of your lineup? I think he's, you know, we'll have to see how he does in practice this week with any practice participation. If he has any, like, soreness or any kind of lingering effects coming out of that game. Um, but by all accounts, it seems like he's he's fine. Um, but, you know, we'll we'll see if he's, like, questionable or limited or anything like that this week. But this is a good opportunity to to put J.K. Dobbins in the lineup. I mean, the, the Browns are 30th in rush DVOA. They're still bad against the run. They are still bad against the run, so it's it, it it's a good game uh, for him. I mean, they you know they, they allow the the third most fantasy points, rushing yards, and yards per carry to running backs, and the second most receptions. Now that may not necessarily apply to J.K. Dobbins, but just in case he's you know if if it's not even J.K. Dobbins, if it's like Kenyon Drake or something in the passing game, then those guys will take advantage of this porous Browns um, you know uh, run rush defense.
0: Yeah, um, I think I'll lean no cap here. Um, I know this past week we saw him handle about 40% of rushing attempts, which was you know, the most in the backfield. I know uh, Gus Edwards handled 35%, so it was pretty close. It's good to see that he led the backfield in terms of rush attempts for being his first game back up from the IR. Uh, he also led the backfield in snaps, played period at 43%. Gus Edwards was second at at. percent uh, at 34% and Kenyon Drake was at 30 at 18%, but he did not get any targets. He didn't get targeted at all. I don't think he played. He didn't play any of the two minute offense. He played like 20% of the long down distance. He did handle all the inside the five carries. So at least he's there for some of the premium touches. So you still got to be a little, still a little cautious with them because they're only had trusting him to run the rock, but it's a good sign that they they definitely trust him with with the carries and with the workload that they had. And it should be interesting next week. I don't know who's going to play quarterback, but you just know that 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 game plan is going to be run heavy since it's going to be some some semblance of Anthony Brown or maybe Trace McSorley if he's still on the roster. It's going to be somebody that can't really throw the ball, so expect a lot of running.
1: It'll be run, run, run. Don't even don't even play any of their pass catchers. It's just you know running backs. You know Gus Edwards, J.K. Dobbins. Kenyon and Drake um start them with confidence so um but yeah that's that's all I'm gonna say about that all right so our next segment talk to me nice this this uh segment we'll talk about a couple of matchups we want to attack and highlight um for the week for 15 slate a couple ones we'll just we'll, we'll go ahead and just briefly touch on obviously Josh Allen versus the Dolphins the Dolphins just got ripped up by Justin Herbert's uh you know passing attack Um uh, um, in LA. Um, but you know, the, the Dolphins are allowing their most fancy points per game to quarterbacks, the eighth most passing yards, the second most rushing yards per game to quarterbacks. So Josh Allen likes to run the ball a lot. And you know in week I think in week two when they play the Dolphins in Miami, I think Josh Allen had over four hundred yards passing. And so there he, he had a lot he had a lot of points in that game too. So I, I think this is another another smash bot for Josh Allen. Um and then another one is Derrick Henry versus the Chargers Rundy Uh you know, the Chargers well, we're gonna we're gonna t- continue to attack the Chargers' uh or rush defense. Um, I know the Dolphins did not do a do a good job of that last week. Uh, Jeff Wilson got hurt. Raheem Mostert was re- relatively ineffective, and offense is always ineffective. Tua was yeah. off, so if Tua wasn't able to complete passes. Um, that makes it really really hard for that run game to kind of get going. So uh, I think. That game was kind of an anomaly. I think Derrick Henry will get on track against the Chargers. Rundy, especially coming off that game where he destroyed the, the Jags once again, um, the, you know the Chargers are 25th and rush DVOA, fifth best matchup overall in fantasy for running backs, and they give up the most yards per carry. So um, those are those are two easy smashes. We don't even really need to touch too much on. But um, but one but another but another matchup we wanted we want to highlight in circle was uh, Garrett Wilson versus the Lions. We did talk about Mike White being uh being a viable starter um in the first round of fantasy playoffs uh, Garrett Wilson is another another good another good option uh the, the Lions they allow the second most fantasy points um to wide receivers um also the second most receptions and the most the second most reception yards um per game so um fire up Garrett Wilson and if uh Corey Davis is out Corey Davis is missing any time um due to that head injury that he sustained dare i say Elijah Moore Elijah yeah. He he did lead the he did lead the Jets to targets last week. <laughs> he did he had six catches for sixty yards. Um, he did. So um, against that tough build secondary, so hey, I mean, I think better days could be ahead. At least at least in this week, if there was ever a week to pick up Elijah Moore and play him, it, it, would, be, it would be this week against a bad line deep, a bad line secondary. So those are a couple ones that I wanted to, to briefly touch on.
0: All right. So the first one I want to talk about is the the plotter from the Commanders. Brian Robertson versus the Giants. The Giants are thirty-first in rush DVOA. They've allowed the third most rush yards per game to running backs with one hundred and twenty-three per game, second most uh, yards per carry, five point three to running backs, and also allowed uh, the most receptions per catch or receiving yards per catch to running backs at eight point eight. So you can also you know have Antonio Gibson if. If, if you need another running back, you could probably start him also versus the Giants. we just seen the Giants just get continually get gassed, especially late in the year with the injuries they've been dealing with. So, I think you could put B-Rob with confidence to you know, get in the end zone uh, versus this
1: Giants defense. Boy, the Giants got just, just ripped to shreds against the Eagles yeah. last
0: week. <laughs> it did, man. Every, any and everybody. I know you're happy to see uh, Miles Sanders, another person that – that knocked me out the playoffs, especially that second run where he just ripped it off for like forty something yards, pretty much untouched. Just the whole game was just any and everything the Philly wanted. They they were able to do, and the Giants just kind of just laid there and took
1: it. You know what's crazy is that I was not able to draft any Miles Sanders this year. I was not able to draft any Miles Sanders. Like people were beating me to the punch, and the thing is, he was falling and he felt yeah. he fell to a point where he's like, "All right, I'm gonna get him in this round. He'll be like my yep. secret." Third or fourth running back, and I'm just gonna like destroy people, and then he would get scooped up a couple of picks later, and I'm like, "Yep." yep. So, you know, unfortunately, I was not able to. If I if I got some Miles Sanders, um, I would probably have a lot more playoff teams. But um, you know, I still have you know o- over half the leagues I was in. I was in. I'm in the playoffs, but it could have been a lot more. It could Could have yeah. been a, lot, been a much and bit. and he hit a milestone this past
0: this past uh, game too. He Don't went a over a test thousand test. yards. Oh, thousand yards. Yeah, he went over a thousand yards for the first time this year, man. And double digit touchdowns. Yep. We we did talk about before the season started that we talked about the positive regression that was yeah. gonna happen to come towards his way, but I didn't think so, it was gonna I didn't think it was gonna look this good. But oh, that's a check? Yeah. <laughs> a
1: check. Uh, Ju- Justin Fields, top eight quarterback. Check. Oh uh, yeah. I think yeah. he's gonna finish in, I think he'll finish as a top eight quarterback because I think he's I think he's like top five now or something like that. But yeah. Um, that's another check. So yeah. you know, these some of these predictions, preseason predictions, are looking pretty good so far. Yeah,
0: and one quick matchup I want to highlight real quick is Matt Ryan versus the Vikings defense. So possible pass catchers, Pittman. If you want to start Pierce, maybe, but definitely Pittman for sure. Vikings in the last five weeks have allowed the most receiving yards to wide receivers, the most yards, fifth most yards per re- reception to wide receivers. I believe they've allowed the most receptions to wide receivers at 17 and the most fantasy points per game the last five weeks to wide receivers at 47 and a half. So easy smash in terms of if you want to start Pittman, for sure. If you want to get a little freaky and, and start Alec Pierce, you could probably do that also. And you could probably start Matt Ryan with confidence uh, against the Vikings.
1: Yeah, you you you, you got to fade. Up. I mean, there's, there's, there's defenses that were just fading uh, to oblivion. Um, for the rest of the season, the Vikings defense, the Lions defense, uh, the Chargers run defense, and the Texans run defense. Those are and, and the, the Seahawks versus tight ends. We'll have to we'll have to talk about that a little bit later. But those and are defenses. And Seattle need. versus the run. And Seattle versus the run. Those are those are defenses. Uh, that we need to go ahead and continue to fade. Um, you know, until until you know until the season's over because they are they can't stop anything. <laughs> <No, laughs> even yeah even the falcons are bad against the run the, the browns obviously we have mentioned are bad against yep. the run the giants are bad against the run so all packers are,
0: are bad against like, the run packers
1: are bad they they've been bad against the run and so there's a lot of opportunity there for for a lot of these um in the fantasy playoffs if you're playing against any of these defenses so if you have players going up against these guys um good luck to you man um i, I see i see uh, some success um in your in your near near future
0: yeah all right. Thursday night football, 49ers versus Seattle, man. I know this is a playoff, you know, playoff is, on, playoffs is on the line on Seattle right now is fighting for that one of the playoff spots. And it looks like San Francisco is probably going to win, possibly win the division, but this is definitely a divisional matchup with playoffs on the line San Francisco is favored by three and a half, uh, 43 over under. So they're expecting a few points to happen in this game. Like we've talked about 49ers defense is really good. They're, second in defensive DVOA, surprisingly, and the first is the Cowboys. So uh, we expect expecting San Fran to you know, put the clamps down, especially versus the run versus Seattle. We know Seattle, they allow the fifth most rush yards like we've already talked about. You can run against this team and allow the second most fantasy points to running backs per game. So um, I'm predicting CMC to, to go bonkers, especially when you got Brock Purdy under center. I think they've, ran, I think they've rushed... A higher percentage of the time with Brock Purdy's being in these last two games so I just expect him to continue to run the ball against Seattle you got anything uh in this matchup that you're looking for or expecting
1: I'm looking at George Kittle um, because Seattle is 31st against defending tight ends and I, I you know the last three games you know Kittle's you know left a lot out there on the field to be desired maybe this is the week that he gets going um if you remember last year against Seattle at Seattle he had 12 for 181 and two touchdowns. And so, um, you know, I, I've I talked about this a couple of weeks ago. I, I feel like soon at some point, very, very soon, we're going to see that George Kittle like eruption game. And I think uh, this is a good spot for it, especially with Seattle being, you know, being banged up um, in on defense and reeling basically because they got ran over by the Panthers and they can't defend tight ends. So, I mean, obviously yeah. the Panthers don't have any tight ends that can exploit that matchup. But George Kittle is one of the best in the league. And he's, you know, had had some success the last time, the last time out. So I, yep. I, I'm looking at George Kittle to see if he'll have a bounce back game. And no Debo, so and no, and no Debo Samuel. I mean. So that's more targets. Um, that's potentially funneled his way. Good, very good point. All right. So the next one we're going to talk about, uh, you know, the Saturday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday games that we want to, you know, briefly touch on. There's a couple of ones that kind of stand out to us. Uh, Dolphins bills, obviously we talked about Josh Allen, you know, having a good matchup against, um, against the Dolphins. Um, this is just, you know, obviously the rematch from earlier this season, but we wanted on the Dolphins side, we kind of want to look, look to see if, uh, the Dolphins, you know, offense, how they're going to bounce back. Cause this is two straight games that they haven't not, they've, they've been, you know, pretty much run over, um, and two has been kind of off target on, on a lot of his throws over the last couple of, uh, last couple of weeks. I think he's, you know, completing less than 50% of his passes where, you know, he was like basically the, the the most accurate quarterback in the league prior to um prior to the 49ers game. So, um was there something that the 49ers defense um, exploited um within that passing game and then the Chargers kind of continued on with that blueprint or are we going to see a, a you know a bounce back from Tua? I mean, Tyreek is kind of game with that ankle injury um jeff wilson's hurt i think he hurt his uh, hip so i think he's been listed as day-to-day but i'm not sure if because in, in, in this day and age day-to-day doesn't mean day-to-day it means like yeah is he gonna he's probably not gonna play but we'll see if he can practice this week and play it's that that's basically what that means their offensive line is banked up and they're not healthy so we want to look at you know the dolphins offense to see if they can bounce back, because you know Tua has been pretty off off the last you know couple of games.
0: Yeah, pretty much after the buy, he hasn't really been explosive like we've seen before the buy. So, and is Jalen Waddle hurt? Because it was confusing. Like he hasn't really done much either. I can't tell if he's still bothered with his. I don't know if it was like a hammy or if it was an ankle, um, but I kept seeing him going in and out of the lineup too versus the Chargers.
1: Well, he was he was hurt against the uh, the forty niners, but I think yeah. he was on the field pretty. He was he was on the field for the most part against the Chargers. He just wasn't getting targets. Yeah, well, yeah, that too. So. Yeah, and he was he wasn't getting targets. And then you know, anytime Tua would go back to the ball, there would be a lot of incompletions. And um, and then you know, the, the one thing that we saw like early on in the game was like how close those um, those defenders were on the the dolphins receivers they like yeah. they were very very tight window throws that you know to it kept having kept wanting to make and then the DB was just like well, just right there so they ran a lot of man coverage and they were confident um, yeah. in there so i don't know if um you know i don't know if the bills can do the same thing but um that's 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 another thing that's another thing to look out to you know to look towards to yeah
0: all right the eagles versus the bears with a 48 and a half over under so we're definitely expecting a lot of points. I'm sure that Phillies' team total is probably going to be hovering around 30, 32 points. My question is, is will the, Bells, the Bears be able to move the ball outside of fields running? Uh, we know that Darnell Mooney's done for the year. He hasn't been able to connect with Claypool, hasn't been able to really connect with anybody except for what St. Brown, Equal is St. Brown and, and Cole Komet. So, I mean, we'll see. We'll see what they do. I'm not sure... I'm not sure what they're going to be able to do in terms of passing wise, but I, I believe Fields will be able to run because you
1: know the Phillies' run defense has not been good at all this year. So yeah, th- those are the kind of things that I'm looking at. Um, you know, The Bears' run defense isn't good. The you know the the Eagles' run defense isn't good either. They're both you know bottom ten, bottom eight in the league in rush DVOA. So I think there's going to be opportunity for these running games to get go- to get going and get on track, which is why Vegas is kind of expecting points uh, to be scored in this one. And so, yeah, this is this is a game we look forward to. And then we kind of talked about the you know the Vikings and the Colts, um, you know, just you know in our previous segment, you know, Matt Ryan having a good matchup, uh, you know, because again, the Vikings they basically give up the cheeks to everybody, all you know, quarterback <laughs> wide receivers. So, so that's a good one. But one, but a, but another, but another matchup we're kind of circling here is um, the Cowboys versus Jacks. We saw Trevor Lawrence and you know, and Evan Ingram have basically career games. So can they stay hot? I mean, Dallas is first in, the, the, in defensive DBOA and they're the best defending tight ends. So can is that is that something that, I mean, can we see Trevor Lawrence staying hot? And are you, and a question for you, are you starting him this week based on what you saw uh, last week and the previous couple of weeks? Because he's been pretty been playing pretty well. Uh, I mean, I probably would. You, there's, um, I
0: can't imagine being too many good better options than Trevor. That's available or maybe on your roster, so I'll, I'm going to be playing them, but I'm going to be very, I'm gonna be very cautious or very hesitant because, like I've said, the Cowboys' defense is number one in DVOA. I mean, they can be had on in terms of running the ball, but we've seen we've seen the Jacks not be able to run the ball the what past three, four weeks. Travis Etienne's not look good. The only running back that's really good look good within the last three weeks running the ball is. As Jermichael Hasty, Jermichael Hasty doesn't touch the ball if if ETN is healthy. So, good luck to the Jags trying to you know move this ball very effectively, but they're
1: expecting a lot of points. So maybe maybe they will. Maybe he'll will stay hot. So, and then the, the next one we want to talk about really quick: um, the Bengals and the Buccaneers. Um, you know, we we talked about the T. Higgins injury, how the, you know the, the Bengals keep lying about their injuries and whether or not a player is really really healthy or not. Jamar Chase he's probably the lone wolf there. Tyler Boyd left pretty early with a hand and a finger injury. Yeah, broke his finger. Broke his finger like first the first series of the game. I actually had him in a couple of prop parlays and that mm. you know that, yeah. that that sucked. Um <laughs> so Jamar Chase, I mean, he's he's basically the 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 lone wolf there. Um he's going to be getting at least 15 targets uh, in this yeah. one and and I know that I know this game's in Tampa, and Tampa's going to be pretty angry based on what happened to them against the 49ers. On, yeah. on, on national TV in front of the hoes. On national TV, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, you know, obviously we're not looking to start any of the other Bengals pass catchers like, like Irwin and, and Trent Taylor because why? Why would you do that? Yeah. Why would you do that to yourself in the first <laughs> round of fantasy playoffs? Like, don't do that. <laughs> um, so, yeah that's that's one thing that to to really that's that's the biggest storyline honestly to, to kind of to to look forward.
0: Yeah. And on the buck side, it'd be interesting to see the you know the conundrum that we've seen between Lenny Fournette and and Rashad White. Rashad White again this week had a lot a lot more touches than Lenny Fournette. I know Fournette didn't practice this week because he was dealing with that hip injury and, and we saw it carry over in the game. I think we saw Fournette I think he had like six catches or something like that. But or, but he only had like six rushes compared to Rashad White. He had majority of the rush yard, uh, rush share. So, it should be interesting to see how they handle it this week. I know the Buck, the uh, the Bengals defense is is also pretty decent against both the run and the pass. So, should be interesting to see how you know Brady and offense what they do. I, I mean, I expect Brady to throw, throw the ball a lot. I know they're going to want to win, especially like again, like we said, uh, they're fighting for a playoff spot. All the teams are still in the mix to make the playoffs. So whoever wins that division is going to be the lone wolf going to the playoffs for sure. So he's definitely going to want this game in in the worst way. So but I mean, that's all the teams that we want to talk about this for this coming week of games. No buy. So now we get to be blessed with every team playing until until the Super Bowl. So I'm excited, excited for Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Thursday. Saturday, Sunday, then Monday. Monday. Yeah. <laughs> Four days a week of football for the for the foreseeable future. So
1: Yeah. But should, I appreciate you. Should, should be fun. Should be it a fun one be. to look forward.
0: I appreciate everybody, you know, tapping in with us. I know this past week we were out. I got bit with the COVID. The COVID finally got a hold of me. Mm. It didn't do it didn't do too much to me, but it did get a hold of hold of me in terms of, you know, my temperature was up. I couldn't really couldn't really talk. I was tired. So it was a very mild case of COVID, but I'm back,
1: you could, you could, you could still kind of, kind of hear the COVID in his voice, yeah. um, <laughs> <laughs> so, um, <laughs> but you know, he'll, he'll be back to hundred percent in no time.
0: Yeah, man. So we're at the end of the show. So for what everybody I need y'all to do right now is please go to Destination Debbie radio, wherever you listen to podcasts, Apple, Spotify, Google, Rate us five stars if you have if you're able to do that. Of course, share with your friends. You know, la- allow them to, to intake this this amount of laughter and entertainment that we give to y'all on a weekly basis. You know, talking football, fantasy football in that case, and you know, leave a review uh, wherever
1: it is available. So to to Gene's point, yeah, leave a review. Tell us you know what you think about the show. Anything you want, anything you want to see from us. Any other you know new segment ideas potentially. Like any, any feedback is good feedback for us, you know, because we you know, if we want to, we want to make sure we're giving you guys, you know, the best, the best possible product every single week um that we do this. So, um you know, we, we, we definitely want to hear from you guys for sure. And we, you know, again, we appreciate y'all tuning in and, and, and lending us your ears uh, each and every week.
0: All Gas Newsletter drops on Friday mornings. So if you don't have a subscription to that, please tap in with us. You can see us drop those drop that on on our twitter account or you can go destination debbie twitter and you know subscribe to that and, and tap in tapping with us in terms of all the information and good stuff that we drop them on, on those on friday morning so so again we'll talk to y'all next week make sure y'all y'all uh if you've made the playoffs we wish y'all luck i know i've got a, a lot of playoffs Playoff teams. That I need to manage. I know I got the same. So wishing good wishes to everybody trying to trying to get to the money at the end of the season. Make sure you attack that waiver wire and you know get some Ws, man.
1: Peace out. Good luck.